Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to this episode of Brands Tech. How are you all? I really hope everyone is doing well and staying safe for those of you listening today. So today, I'm very happy to have my guest for the day, Aaron Carter. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. And so I did want to go ahead and start off by first asking, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm busy as ever, but hanging in there. I'm glad to hear it. And so before we go ahead and get started with the interview, I did want to go ahead and allow for an opportunity for you to introduce yourself to the listening audience here today. Oh, goodness. Let's see. I'm a returning student to school, which is how you and I have met. I'm a bit older, non-traditional student. I'm a mom of two teenagers and wife of a Marine. So I'm just, like I said, busy as ever. If it's not my schoolwork, it's the kids or my husband's travel schedule, that sort of thing. So just uh, trying to put all my ducks in a row. I'm glad that you were able to take a moment of your very busy schedule and scheduling to go ahead and speak with us here today. Absolutely. Like I said, I appreciate the offer and I'm flattered to be here. Awesome. And so... I guess I'll start off by first asking. So yeah, so prior, so right now, as you mentioned, you are yeah a mom, yeah a wife, and a yeah and a student right now. And so, how has everything? How is it for you managing your schedule and doing your you know, your coursework with? Like I said, I know your very busy schedule of trying to to manage everything, and of course, family becomes before everything. Absolutely, I think the biggest benefit I have with the family, with my family or the family I have rather is that they're very supportive. My husband takes to the time to make dinner sometimes. My kids make dinner sometimes. That's been the biggest thing. And to be perfectly honest, there are times where we've just ordered in. The dishes don't always get done the way they used to. The laundry isn't always done, that sort of thing. It's Everybody knows uh, how important this is to me and they're very supportive really glad that I mean that they are supportive and that you're able to have yeah yeah have with them a support system for you and continuing with your education oh absolutely I couldn't do this without their support I'm glad to hear it and so prior to you to, to you being a mom so were you able to do a bit of education beforehand or how was your life before yeah having all of these extra responsibilities I Graduated high school and got a job instead of going to school right away. I worked for a couple of years and then met met my husband. I did go back to school for a couple of years, just taking a class or two here and there. Wasn't real serious, just knew I wanted to get some credits under my belt. And when my husband and I got married, we moved so he could go to school. We moved, so we moved from Virginia. He was stationed at the Pentagon. We moved to Virginia or to Illinois. So he could go to school and I went back to school there too at the local community college there. And I was, uh, I took my, the last final I took was May 10th and my daughter was born May 25th. So I was having to sit in the desk that the seat wasn't attached to, to make room for my belly and that sort of thing. But that was, I was almost done with my associates at that point. I lacked a class or two for my associates at that point. And then she'll be 17 this May. I lost track of the, or lost the desire for the degree because I was happy. I was content with 
moving and raising kids and having a flexible schedule. And I've been the PTA mom. I've been the dance mom. I've done all of those things. And in the fall, I, or actually, I guess last summer, I decided that maybe it was time for me to go back to school. And I researched and found, oh, I'm grateful. I applied, I believe it was August 7th or something like that, got accepted August 20th and went back, you know, started classes August 28th. So I didn't give myself much time to back out. <laughs> once I started, once I decided to start back, I, I just jumped in with both feet. First of all, I did want to, even though it's almost a year later, I did want to, first of all, officially welcome you back. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, of course. And so for you, I guess I'm going to, yeah, I guess deep dive into, yeah, into some of this. So first of all, how was the experience being able to be like really involved within your children's lives and being able to be like, like the PTA mom and really have that hands-on role? It was fantastic. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And there were, with my husband's schedule, like I said, he's an active duty Marine. It's difficult for him to be there because duty calls quite literally. And so it was, they never had to worry that one of us would always be there. And I'm eternally grateful because we're very close. I'm very close with my daughters. And if I hadn't been able to show up when somebody needed me, I'm not sure we'd be as close as we are. I'm glad that you were able to get to have all of that time with your family. And like I said, being able to develop those connections and be able to have such a, hopefully a great impact on your children. Oh, I sure hope so. I know they say sometimes that their friends don't always get along with their parents and they don't know what that's because we all, the four of us get along. We've moved, uh, I think, nine or 10 times since, uh, since my husband and I got married and my oldest has been, she's attended five different schools. My youngest has attended three. It's not an easy life. We, that's why we rely on each other and hold each other up when necessary. Well, I'm really glad, like I said, your family is just really a support of, of each other. That's such a like important part of development for both their development yeah, in their lives and then for yours as a mother. Oh, absolutely. And I've made sure that there are boundaries. I tell them I'm mom first, but I enjoy being their friend. I am their friend. They come to me. They, I know things that are going on in their friends' lives. And I think that's important. I always want to be there. I, it makes me happy. It fulfills me to be someone that they can rely on and someone that they can talk to without judgment. Now, that doesn't always mean I'm happy with what they've told me, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm always supportive because, you know, if they can't come to me, they'll keep things from me, which is danger. Yeah, that is quite true. And so for you, I know that you mentioned that you've moved around a few times. And so how long have you been within this General Hampton Roads, Virginia area? We've only been here almost two years. We uh, lived, gosh, we got married and we moved to Illinois, then Virginia, then North Carolina, then Virginia, then Arizona, then Japan, then DC, and then down here. It's, it's been a lot, but we enjoy the area. It's nice to be close. We love Williamsburg. It's where we honeymooned. So we love Williamsburg. We love being close to Colonial Williamsburg and Bush Gardens. And so it's nice. It's nice to be this close to the beach. You know, we, we tend to follow the old adage of you bloom where you're planted. So we can find ways to be happy wherever we're stuck, <laughs> so to speak. Well, at least 
yeah, based off of all the different places that you moved, at least you're, you were familiar with overall Virginia beforehand a few times. Absolutely. Yeah. We've, like I said, we've been, we've lived in Stafford and Arlington and now uh, Hampton Roads. Wow. And so out of curiosity, is there like a favorite place that you've been out of all of the places you all have moved or where you all were from? I'm not sure I have a favorite place. My dad was in the service too. My dad was in the Air Force. So I've moved, I think this was my 23rd move, if I'm counting properly. So my dad was in the service too. So I lived in Europe as a kid and then he retired at the Pentagon. And then again, that's where I met my husband. And then Arizona was nice because it was a small town, but it was close to things. So we were able to do a lot of traveling there. We went to LA and San Diego and Disney and the Grand Canyon a couple of times and Tucson, got to see the OK Corral, that sort of stuff. And then when we lived in Japan, we were able to travel. We went to Osaka and Kyoto and Hiroshima. Uh, We even got to spend our last spring break when we were stationed in Japan. We got to travel to China for a week. And those are things that would not have happened had we not been stationed so close living in Japan. So I try to, I'm not sure, all of them have their pluses and minuses for sure. I could probably list negatives of every place we've lived, but we try to remember the benefits of being made to move. I'm glad that you all were able to to really make the most of it. And of course, yeah, for your family, thank you all for for your service with your husband, your whole family, since yeah, even though your husband may be the one serving, yeah, it impacts all of you all. So yeah, definitely thank you all for all that your family does. Thanks for the support. Hey, of course. So I guess within this past year or so, so I guess what really helped like you get to the decision that you wanted to really return back to complete your education and get your bachelor's degree? The driving force was I was bored. Once the kids get a little older, the PTA doesn't need your help as much. When in prior duty stations, my husband's unit, I was volunteering with the unit because they were constantly deploying that sort of thing. So it was nice to have somebody, a more seasoned spouse as it is, to be a contact person and that sort of thing. So I've always volunteered, whether it be, again, with my husband's unit or my kids' schools or the dance studios or the teams they're on, those kinds of things. And the older they get, the less help they need, the more the goal of raising kids is to so that they can be adults on their own. <laughs> so when I started to look for things to do or places I could work and that sort of thing, it just seemed like the stuff that the jobs that were listed that I was interested in, the juice wasn't necessarily worth the squeeze, so to speak. And so it made more sense for me to go back to school and kind of have the paper that kind of backs up my experience because I have plenty of experience in customer relations and that sort of thing. It just isn't necessarily with actual customers, if that makes sense. But it's not necessarily a job I held. I have my whole resume is volunteering and it's, it, I've obviously like my, I'm able to, apparently not right now, but I'm able to communicate well with others and that sort of thing. But most jobs, most employers want that on paper and not necessarily just good contacts. Yeah, and I know what you mean with that. And yeah, and that's the unfortunate side to I guess everything needing like a resume of yeah of jobs and specific things how much you were paid and references as opposed to truly like the amount of experience that that you've had over the years of being able to do this and be with your family and, and supporting them 
yeah, I definitely understand where you're, where you're coming from for that. And I think I've heard it a couple of times recently that getting an education is also proof that you can start something and finish something. And so it's important for me to finish this kind of once and for all and have the paper to back it up. Wow. And so for you, like when it was time for you to, to re-enroll, was it something that you and your family made together or was it something like it was like a process? Because I know you said it was yeah, pretty quick, like within the whole month of August, 2021, I presume that you made the decision. So we had talked about it prior. The biggest issue is once you start, you want to finish where you are. And because our moving cycle is, is so rapid, it's constant. It's, I wanted to make sure, like I said, that I, once I started it, I could finish it here. It's something we talked about in the past. And then was when I found Old Dominion, it was a, just a, a really good fit for us. And I'm, I really like the opportunities for non-traditional students. I don't always feel I'm, it's, it's my, I try to make sure that I'm the first one to mention that I'm older than everyone so that no one else will mention it and that sort of thing. I like to think I fit in at least a little bit, but, and maybe that's because I have teenagers, I'm around young people. <laughs> so I'm able to fit in a little bit better, but no, we talked about it. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a complete shock. I think that last semester, it was nice because I was able to do everything during the kids' school day. So it wasn't that unusual. Once I got home, I could um, concentrate on helping them with homework or getting them where they needed to be. This semester has been significantly more difficult with my schedule and the coursework pace, but we're all muddling through, getting it done. I'm glad that least that you were able to to truly set out a goal and yeah, and you're working to accomplish it, get it done. Yeah, even though there may be some obstacles here and there within the way. Yeah, you, that's life. Set a goal and then you do have to overcome obstacles and uh, appreciate that my kids are proud of me. So it, it is more difficult. There, It is more difficult in their life that I'm gone, but, or more often, or that they want to do something or they're done with their homework and they want to watch a movie, but I have something due the next day and I don't get to sit with them and watch the movie and that sort of thing. But they, I try to set a, a, a good example and try to make sure that they understand, hey, this isn't something you should put off. You should, if you have an assignment, it's due, work on it, do your best, but try to get the best grade you can. I've always told, I've also always told them that if a C is your best work, then that there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you haven't applied yourself and you could have gotten a better grade. That's when I have a problem with it. Yeah, like I said, I just try to set a good example. And I know that they, they're seeing it as a good example. I'm glad that you're able to set that example. And so how was the transition for you going from, from full-time mom to still being that, of course, but also having yeah, all of these new additional responsibilities that, yeah, that it had been a while since you had before? Like I said, last semester wasn't so bad, going from full-time mom to full-time mom and full-time student. Too terrible. There were a couple of late nights, but... It's not so bad. I'm fairly good at manage, managing my time. This semester, like I said, has been the, the pace has been more rigorous, and so it has not been as easy. And then not necessarily many late nights, but it does feel as though as soon as I've caught my breath, I have another assignment due. No, I can't actually stop or slow down. I have to keep moving. But but for the most part, I I enjoy school. I enjoy learning. So it's it's been quite nice to keep me busy, keeping myself busy. Definitely, yeah, enjoying learning is definitely like a great motivator and I mean, in helping you with that process. Absolutely. 
And so for you, like when you went back, did you already know like what you wanted to major in, what you wanted to do, or was it like a learning process when you first applied? When I first went to school several years ago, I didn't really have anything in mind. And then I decided I really liked psychology. So my associates will be in in, in psychology. And then I knew with the experience in the last 15 years, the experience I've gained communications, I knew would be something that not only aligns with my experience, but it's also something I can get a job and it can travel with me. Not knowing when my husband will retire, kind of it's harder to do something that's not a mobile position. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I'm especially considering, like you said, like all the experience you had doing so much other stuff, it at least works really well with the communication field. Absolutely. And when you were first coming back, did you, I guess, for doing the actual like class portions of it, did you do your classes like in person and physically on the campus or did you do them online or like a mixture of both like hybrid? No, it's important to me to take as many face-to-face classes as I can. And because I think the biggest thing for me is when I'm at school, I'm Aaron and I'm a student. And if I'm home trying to take classes, then I'm mom first. And it's a little too easy to open the office door and interrupt and that sort of thing. And I'm okay with that, but it does make it harder. It's important to me to be on campus in a classroom as, as much as possible because I can get my work done and, and focus. Yeah, I definitely get that. It goes back to to that principle of don't do homework in your bedroom because yeah, bedroom is for, yeah, for sleeping, the kitchen's for eating. And so it's just, yeah, separating out like as much of your, as much as you can, like in terms of stuff that you do. So that way it's, you don't have overlapping like responsibilities and tasks to try to complete. Absolutely. It's very true. I, like I said, I, if I'm at school, then I can focus on schoolwork most of the time. But, but if I'm home, I'm going to be worried about switching the laundry or answering the door. If somebody rings the doorbell, those sorts of just, that's little things, but that's, there are more distractions at home than there are on campus. Yeah, I definitely get that. And so, yeah, when you first arrived to to take your classes, yeah, how was it like being in, yeah, the physical classroom again and, yeah, and being like instructed and, of course, having to deal with like homework and tests and all that sorts of stuff like all over again? It's not as bad as you might think. Last semester, I think the funniest thing was only one of my professors was older than me. And so that was odd it was a unique experience but I mean they they I guess I'm just the type of student I raise my hand I'm involved I'm engaged I typically don't have a hard time in school in that respect I still get anxiety when I have to turn things in and know I'm going to be graded on it and I want to make sure that I've done it I think that everybody likes to do well I just it's like I said it's just one of my anxieties that I like to do very well (laughs) Like I said, I just, I'm involved and I'm engaged. So I, that after the first class or so, it, it wasn't a problem to raise my hand and interject and that sort of thing. I'm glad that you were like able to like quickly get back into the hang of things. And so in terms of like student organizations and yeah, and honor societies and 
everything of that nature. How was it for you, like, getting involved in those? As I know that we were just speaking just beforehand, before we started recording, that you're involved in a few different campus organizations. So I, being a communications major, one of the board members came into my class last semester and said that there was an organization for the Public Relations Student Society of America and another, my other comm class, my professor had mentioned it. I knew I could at least attend a meeting or two and find out if it was for me. And I did attend the meeting and it was for me. And then because I'm a transfer student, there is a organization on campus, an honor society for transfer students. And having gotten straight A's last semester, I was qualified and accepted the invitation to join. And that is the Tau Sigma um, Honor Society. Yeah, I appreciate the recognition and they do meet and have socials and, and those sorts of things. So it's so far, those are the only two that I'm involved in. So it doesn't take up much more of my time than just another class might. Well, first of all, congratulations on your always last semester. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. And I'm glad to hear that you were able to like adjust pretty well and figure out if the, yeah, the two organizations were right for you. Cause I know even for me as an online college student, there's so many different opportunities, especially like involved with colleges and picking and choosing which ones are good and which ones are too time consuming and so many other different factors. I think also my age being a factor, there are fewer organizations that I would feel comfortable in. I may qualify to be a member or that sort of thing, or I may, it may pique my interest, but, but if it's for the younger students or more traditional students, it's a little bit easier to eliminate myself from being comfortable there. So it helps out a little bit in terms of the, yeah, the selection process and eliminating like you said. And so I guess, so how comfortable do you feel then being within the two organizations that you are in? I haven't been, had an opportunity to be too involved with Tau Sigma just because they, I just was just inducted like middle of March, but with Public Relations Student Society of America, like I said, I jumped in with both feet. I've, there are a couple of other non-traditional students, older students. So that helps to have people who I have a little more in common with no one has made me feel less than or like I I don't belong. And that really matters. Having gone on the recent spring trip where we visited public relations firms, I got to know everyone a little bit better. And it was a lot of camaraderie and feel a little more like a family. So it's been nice. The PRSA is near and dear to me now. I'm really glad to hear that you were able to really enjoy that experience. And I know with a trip that truly being able to have that like bonding experience with different people it's one of those I don't know how to describe it really but just glad that you were able to get that that get that bonding experience it was important like I said I having been Mrs. Carter for so many years and then mom or Sarah's mom Ellie's mom that sort of thing I'm I've I'm really grateful that, especially at school and with the, my fellow members of PRSA, I'm Aaron and I get to be Aaron and they want to know Aaron. And I know that sounds, it might be hard for a person, a young person who doesn't, who's always been themselves and had their own identity. They may not understand that, but it's not something I've always had. 
because I feel like it's important to me to do for others, but I do so much for others that sometimes I, my own identity gets lost. That's something I appreciate about being involved in a student organization is that I'm, I'm Aaron. I'm glad that you were, that you're able to get that experience and yeah, hopefully continue with it throughout the rest of your time yeah, in undergrad and finishing out, finishing out your degree. Me too. I have one more year and then we should move again next summer. So we don't know where to or anything yet, but so my oldest and I will graduate the same year and then my youngest will finish middle school. So I'll have, we'll have, we'll each have graduating years from middle, uh, high and then college. So it'll be fun. Be a fun year for us. Oh, wow. That's exciting. The yard will be full of signs. <laughs> we'll have plenty of signs in the yard. Yeah. And so I guess during the little yeah, the graduation and promotion party. I guess you can have three different, yeah, three different cakes out there too. And so are you excited to, yeah, be coming to the next part of, yeah, this journey with, yeah, with not too long until, yeah, the next, yeah, the next step, graduation? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I feel like it will be a sigh of relief, but also there's the anxiety of, okay, oh, now what? Now that I've done this, what's next? What's the, what's the next goal? And then again, not knowing where we're going to be living. And we probably won't know that until at least Christmas time or first part of next year. That's always nerve wracking, but I, I'm looking forward to the accomplishments. I'm looking forward to the feeling of, ah, I did it. <laughs> I really hope, yeah, hope, wish you all the best in that and that you're able to, to really have that moment and yeah, have your family and the audience and yeah, be able to walk across that stage or however college commencement does. I don't 100% <laughs> know yet. I'll find out soon enough. But <laughs> They're my biggest cheerleaders, so I, I'm looking forward to continuing to make them proud. I'm really glad to hear that. And so I guess, what do you think, I guess, is next for your journey in terms of truly moving on past graduation? I still haven't decided if I want to go to grad school. I, like I said, I enjoy being a student. I enjoy learning. So it, I feel like right now I have, what, three more weeks of this semester. So that's my first goal. <laughs> and then next year, and then I can think about what comes after graduation. It's just, um, I'm a, as soon as I get the box, boxes ticked, then maybe I can worry about what's next but I've got too much to worry about between now and then to worry too much about that yet. At least you're on your way to finishing out, you know, this fall, spring 2022 semester. All these months are starting to, yeah, to blend in for me, but yeah, the spring. I'm sure. <laughs> well, it's because you get to graduate before I do. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, I don't know, it's so interesting, like how quickly, you know, time flies really. And yeah, especially like, within this year and you know these past few years it's just yeah it's just crazy how much time has really passed by oh absolutely it goes quickly it's, this semester has gone very quickly but I think it's just because I've been so busy yeah definitely yeah I think being busy just really helps with yeah the perception of our yeah of our time just really going through the day and finishing everything out and then yeah, and then it's just, okay, now it's time to sleep and yeah, start the day over. Right. And so I guess for for you, 
I'm going to actually take a step back and go back to how you're mentioning the spring trip and being able to, yeah, to visit the different public relations firms. And so how was that experience for you being able to see potential workplaces and really how was it for you in your own view? I really appreciated the insight we gleaned from the first visit we made. They, I, because I never... I didn't think of myself, and I still am not sure I do, but I didn't think of myself as a person who would work in a firm. I don't feel like I'm a marketer, so to speak, but they pointed out that if you work for a, if you work for one company, you kind of have to toe that company line, where if you work at a firm, you have several accounts, and you can be more creative, and it's less one note if you're working in a firm. So that it opened my eyes to more possibilities, because if I if we hadn't gone on that trip and we hadn't interacted with, with those employees, I may not have realized that actually could work for me. I'm glad that you were able to have that experience and being able to, to see a different possibility of what you could do with your future. And as I always say, it's always nice being able to get those insights so that way you're able to see what you would want to do, but then also what you don't want to do as well. Absolutely. I feel like the first firm we visited was much smaller. And I think that would probably be a better fit for me than the much larger firm we visited in the afternoon, where there were just more employees, more, it was just more, I think that I would fit in a little better where I had a bigger voice because I don't always know how to be quiet. (laughs) That's definitely quite all right. And I'm glad that you were able to get that insight. And so I I guess just continuing continuing on with this discussion overall, I'm just so glad that you were able to, unless it really just like fit in within college and being able to, like you said before, like craft your own identity again and yeah, and not just be, yeah, mom or wife, but yeah, being able to be Aaron again. And, and of course you're always still going to be those other things. Of course. But yeah, but still being able to have your own identity in the midst of all of it. I started a few years ago assisting an author at book signing events. And so I whetted my appetite. I definitely wanted to do more in, in that vein. I realized that getting out of the house a little more would be beneficial to not just for me, but for my family too. They need to know that they can do it without me. Well, I'm glad that you were able to sort of get a, I'm going to get a little taste of that. And so out of curiosity, before we go ahead and head to a break. So how did you actually come across that position? I read a lot and I know it's not just that simple, but the author was coming to, actually it was when we lived in, when we lived in Arlington and she was going to be at a book signing in Norfolk and she was coming from South Africa. And I said, oh my goodness, if you're going to be that close to me, I need to come down and meet you. And she said, why don't you come down and stay with me? So I ended up staying the weekend and assisting her that weekend. And then she said, hey, I'm going to be back again. You want to come help me again? I said, absolutely. And so I got to go to a book signing with her in Florida the following year. And and now actually this summer, um, the reason I'm not taking summer classes, the first part of the summer is I get to fly to the UK and assist her at a signing in Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. It just happened to be someone I enjoyed her books. And she said, yeah, let's meet. Let's hang out this weekend. And we did and hit it off. Wow, that is actually like really a really cool experience. And I'm sure like every book reader's dream. Oh, absolutely. It's incredible to get to meet 
so many authors, because of my relationship with Danny, my friendship with Danny, she and I get along famously and like sisters. And I'm very fortunate that it worked out and we get along so well. And then, like I said, I get to travel and meet authors and, and read lots of books. It's try to read. I probably read two or three books a month, at least. Wow. I'm so glad that, that you were able to have that experience on top of everything else that you're doing. That sort of helps like really ground everything that you do, both past and present. Absolutely. Yeah. With that being said, I'll still be here speaking with Aaron. So please stay tuned.